Okay, this is my first recording. I'm just testing this thing out. Really, I'm going to see how long it goes. I'm at work right now, putting tables down. Got to throw on linens on these tables. What do I do? I'm a banquet houseman who wishes he was a accomplished comic book artist. And in today's day and age, there are very few accomplished comic book artists. There are people who are successful and they can make a good living for themselves and their family. And there's everyone else who is just in the race going after, you know, the gold. And I want to achieve that as well. I want to grab the gold, but the industry is changing. I see how it's changing. I'm trying to pay attention, you know, to the way things change and why they're changing and who's a part of that change. And I really think of, like, multimedia success. And I commented on someone's post a while back, you know, they weren't having success with their property, you know, and it was published by one of the big three. Well, it was published by Image, you know, an independent gig, but they weren't hitting the numbers that they needed to, you know, for the kind of success that they wanted. And I'm saying, you know, I said something along the lines like, like you need a toy, you need a cartoon, you need a movie, you need, you know, you need to solicit these things. And someone got angry, like, you know, comic books isn't the starting point, you know. It's a viable industry. It's a viable this and that. And it's disrespectful to that person and to the industry for you to say that. And maybe they are right. Maybe, you know, I don't want, I love comic books. I don't want it to be a stepping stone, but you got to look at reality, you know. It's not an industry it's not a, you know, a thing that pulls in so many more new contributors, so many more, you know, new audience members. For, you know, you do get new people that read comics, but you got so many people dropping out of comics and the number of people coming in isn't growing substantially, you know, so... It's like, how do you stay afloat? And then you got to compete with Goliaths like Superman and Batman and Wolverine and Marvel and DC. And they have the game sold up, you know. So when people think about comics, they just think superheroes. You're making a superhero? No, I'm telling a story, you know. So my whole thing is, where do I fit in? What do I have to do? And I think about different medias and how I would enter that media and what it would cost. And not even that, but different ways of distribution or engaging my audience. You know, do I have an audience? How do I create an audience for my properties, you know? And like I said, I'm just testing this recorder out, you know, throwing around ideas. And sometimes it is just hard talking like this. It's easier, like, when you got somebody to talk to. There's a conversation. Re you can record a conversation. But talking, like, it's like, who am I talking to? I'm talking to myself. Am I going to put this out? Are people going to hear it? Then it's a conversation between me and 
you know, the masses, all 10 people who might be interested in hearing, you know, what I have to say. But, you know, you start somewhere, you know. I'm starting with this test. This is a test, you know. Will I edit it? Will I put it out? Who knows? If I put it out, will I edit it? Probably not. So if I, you know, stumble my words or stutter or mispronounce anything, you know, please forgive me. I'm at work right now tossing around linen on top of tables at the banquet houseman life. It's a very uh, interesting thing. Uh, one of my bosses in another job I had, he told me, uh, the shit travels downhill. And in this job, I'm at the bottom of the hill. So all the shit people miss from the boss of bosses on to other workers, I'm the man who picks up everything because I'm setting up events and I can't leave until events are set. So I'm here picking up the pieces. If everybody's done their job, then my job is that much easier. I could just come in, put things in place, you know, and go out. But then if they don't, I have to clean their messes before I can even start. Annoying, right? But it's just temporary, hopefully, as I do my thing as an artist. Uh, that's the plan. But I have to become more than an artist. I have to become a businessman, an advertiser, a marketer, you know. And that's the most challenging thing. Like, I'm, well, really, that's the most terrifying because I'm kind of afraid of those things. Being an artist is so natural to me, you know. That's something I can do. I can draw pretty fast, you know, making pretty good pieces of work. I can write pretty fast. Actually, you can give me a concept, and right there I can just freestyle you a pretty decent, you know, type of story, you know. You know, a good, you know, idea for a narration and just run from there. So when it comes to, like, conceptualizing narratives, I'm very good at that. I've had a lot of practice. All I've done is practice that among among other things, but this, you know, this business thing, it seems so greatly and terrifyingly daunting, you know, but I have to become good at it, and I think about it a lot, and I listen to people who have been successful at it, you know, via social media or, in, or the internet, and I just pay attention and heed their advice and see things that, you know, maybe might work for me or might not work for me, or what can I do at this time and moment with the resources that I have. So I try to focus on that, you know, because I'm already good at art and I have to get good at these other things. And as I see, you know, looking at the time, this clock that's taken away, on this, you know, recording, just testing, you know, how long it would go. Right now, I'm at seven minutes and 43 seconds and counting and steady rising. So, you know what? I think this is a good time to end. This is a good test. It seems to just go on and on. Hopefully, it'll go on a little more. I can probably do this 
you know, if this little app works for me and I can just record off this and it sounds right, I know I'll do a good hour on this, you know, while I'm sitting and drawing at home. And you might hear my baby crying in the background or my wife, you know, yelling at me from doing something stupid. Or she might join in the conversation. Like, she's great at these things, and we could talk about any topic, and I love that about her. And, you know, as we raise my son, one day he might be able to just join in and have something thoughtful to say, you know, because children surprise you like that. A little kid, seven or eight, you know, you give them a topic, and most of the time they're just silly and don't really pay attention. But sometimes they can just come out and say the most profound, thought-provoking are inspiring things and you know we'll see we'll see a little off topic you know there is no topic and i'm just rambling on and rambling on but a brother has to get back to work so i can finish this and go home to said family so good night everybody testing testing okay that sounds good this is uh, my second go around. My wife, AKA Naoime, just posted her first uh, YouTube video. Go check it out on Naoime's YouTube page. You don't know who she is, you need to find out. Okay, enough promo. Yeah, my wife just posted her first video and she's nervous. She's already nervous. She's like, screw this. I'm going to exit the game. I'm not about this life. You know, so. <laughs> Why is that? Why do you want to? Because, because, like, once you push yourself out, you think thinking, you thinking to yourself, am I pretty enough? Am, like, do I sound correct? Or, like, you, it gives me anxiety to, to, to have myself so open, I guess, to other people's judgment and opinions. Yeah. See, like, uh, it's nerve-wracking. Part of like me coming out, like being an artist, not just a visual artist drawing comic books, but being a, a stage artist, first rapping and graduating into doing spoken word and poetry. Like me becoming who I am, becoming a better person. Is I was I started to live there. Especially once I did poetry and I spit a poem about my mom dying or about people I know getting shot or falling in love and stuff like that. Then people feel like it's like the YouTube video. I know you, you open. People walk up to you and it's like then you live your life in a public space. Like there's a more privacy for you. And for some reason that was liberating for me. And it's, I don't know, like I grew used to it. When I was a kid, I was like super, I was the shyest person in the world. Like I told you a story about how I got in trouble because I was too shy to get up in front of the class and turn in my homework. And like the whole school year, I turned the homework. To the end of the school year, my teacher came to my house and told on me like he not turning in schoolwork. And they searched my desk and it was just like the whole year of schoolwork in a desk. And luckily, she graded all and gave me a good grade. But that's how shy I was until I started rapping and then doing poetry. And it's like, you know, I still get anxiety. When I still go on stage, like, it's, it terrifies me. Like, if I go on stage tomorrow, it'll terrify me. But I don't know. That's part of the fear is good. 
as part of the rush. If there was no fear, I think it wouldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. It'd get boring. So, but, but it's different for guys. Like, guys, like, at a certain age, you guys, like, okay, I'm cool. Like, I look how I'm going to look if I'm average, if I'm ugly, if, I look, if, I'm, if I'm damn good, handsome, you know? And, but, and like, women, we always trying to figure out a way to, like, I don't know to like look better. See, and see, that's the thing, and that's the argument that I have with women, because it's like, okay, yeah, that exists in society, but then you see a lot of powerful women who like go beyond that, and not saying you have to be ugly, or not saying you don't have to take care of yourself, but when it comes to bowing down to those pressures, you have a choice. You're choosing, like a. a one of the greatest things I've ever heard, I can't, I don't remember who said it, but they said oppression only works if the people who are being oppressed participate. If I'm a ruler and I'm enslaving all these people, the slave master, it ain't that many people. It's like the slave master, his family, and he got the slave, the, the hands. It's like a hundreds of slaves. This is way more, y'all. If y'all gangs up on us, you could kill us. But so I need you to participate. You have to participate for my oppression to work. Don't participate. You can still be beautiful, but if you get on and you're not your best, so what? You still you. That's normal. That's true, but like, uh, but don't it's, give in it's, to it's, the pressures. It's, I know. It's just still like the fact that you know how I am. Like even when we're walking down the street, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I look nice, but don't look at me. Like don't look at me. I want to dress up. I want to do my makeup. I want to put on, like you know, get my hair done. And still, when we step outside, I'm like, don't look at me. I don't want your attention. <laughs> but you did all this stuff. Not for them, for me. I understand that, but, but like it it's gonna like, get you don't attention. Look at me. Like and now you just posted this video, and now people are gonna look like you think walking down the street. Like, 10 people might see you. 100 people might see you. You posted a video on YouTube. A million people might see you. You're like, <laughs> I, Are you ready for those I'm, numbers? That's what I'm saying. I'm really nervous because, I don't know, it's just giving me, like, real bad anxiety. And I just, I don't know. It's like, it's so much I want to sh show and bring out to not only you guys, like, but, like... See, that's why. The world. And I'm, I'm really nervous about it because I don't, it, not even if it don't take, but like the negative feedback. Like, if, if you don't want it, don't take it. But like, don't give me, like, you know? Uh, it's gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna tell you right now, because I've got, like, I really haven't got a lot of negative feedback. I, you know, people have just not looked at it. And I can tell because I get low numbers. Like, when I post the videos or post the pictures, even posted poetry, like all the feedback was positive. Nobody came on and you suck, you know, eat a dick, none of that, you know. But I do know from experience, I know people who have got negative feedback and they've come on like, you garbage and this. Like, Mark gets a lot of negative feedback. Like, you just gotta not, you can't, it's, it's back to participation. Don't participate. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're worried about negative feedback, don't read your comments. You're dealing with your audience. So, you know but, what I mean? But you want to read the comments because the comments tell you what your audience want. You know what I'm saying? What they want more of, what they don't want more I of. I mean, that, 
Yeah, yeah, this and that, but you can see just by common media that's coming out, 90% of media that's being produced, music, TV, YouTube, movies, trash, trash, and people eating it up. People typically don't know what they want until they see it. So, yeah, you kind of want to know what your audience wants to see, but at the same time, you got to be masterful enough to say, here... I'm going to give this to you, my audience, because I'm good enough to know what you like. And that's the expertise. And you just starting, so yeah. you got to build that up. And then, you know, I'm, I'm super nervous, not only, like, from, like, the outside, but also the inside. Because, like, I'm a fresh mom. Um, like, I'm, I'm still trying to feel myself again. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want people to give me shit before I completely feel myself again, you know? That's true. And the whole thing, you being a woman on the internet, this is a black woman, that just makes you a target. Like, there's so many trolls on there. That's why I say you kind of can't buy into it. Like, I got a bad review on Amazon for my book, but I haven't got trolls. Nobody came on. Actually, like, I got a couple comments and stuff I posted. Just literally, like, two. One or two. When somebody, like, said something crazy to me. And I saw it, and I saw how the comments started, and I just and moved on. Like, I don't have time for this. You are not serving no purpose. If you have some criticism, and you're telling me you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, this is what you need to do. I give you my time. You are not worth my time. If you're coming with the trolling, hating bullshit, you just want to talk shit, you hide behind your tagline or whoever you pretend to be on the internet, He's a bitch. I don't got time for you. I got bigger, better things. So don't even give it your energy. Not at all. If you if you start to read something and it feel like it's going to go the wrong way, skip. Shit, go as far, I might block you. I don't want to see you again. You out of here. You're not, you, you know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, there's a productive way to say, you know what? I don't like this. But for people to come on, are you ugly? You fat? You this and you that, like, that's not about me. You got some problems with yourself you're trying to take out on me. Go handle yourself. I don't have time for you. You got to be aware of that. Don't, don't get swept away in energy. People's energies, their emotions are contagious. Even across the internet, you know, when you're not in the vicinity of a person, they put that emotion into a tagline or some phrases and some words and right. you get caught up into it. You know, so then next thing you know, they they talking shit. Now you upset. Now you talking shit. You get in the perspective. I would never come back and co- like coming back something so degraded into evil. So I'm not right. worried about that part. I I know that, but it's just like that's just an example of how things go on the internet. It's like we have this great technology, this ability to connect and communicate with people across the planet. And we children. It's like God gave this to babies. Basically. It's like, go ahead, it's babies. Like, like this. And you got a couple cool babies who are a little smarter and they like got some cool things to say and do and learn. But the most people they're just like riding sport. So Yeah, I'm drinking tea. Don't mind the slurping. You hear the talk in the background. She's watching said video over and over. I do that. We all do that. You got to look at your stuff and see what you want to fix. 
See, that's why we're talking about objective and subjective, you know, perspectives. So, as you watch your video over and over, take away the subjective and start being objective. Look at it objectively and say, what do I need to fix? What do I want to do better? How can I improve this? Don't think well, I, think I need the angle camera better. You need a stationary means of holding your camera. Yeah. You also need a real camera. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know. You also need a real camera. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so we're gonna get there. But for now, I think it's fine. It is fine. Because I also believe, like, as you're trying to come up in this day and age with no privacy, let people see that. Show them a video of you at your worst. And then they'll be a part of the journey when you come up. And they feel like they've been there with you. Like, we rose up with you. And that's how you know who's really invested. Anybody who follows you from beginning to end, that's a fan for life. That's a subscriber for life. You know, that's an audience member for life. The people who come, drop off, or talk, forget those people. You know, you don't, those people you don't want. Yeah. So, that's all that's about. And he's tired. You got, yeah. Me and my wife was sitting in the living room. We're here with our son. And he's usually a handful, but he tired himself out. So, he's just waiting to go to sleep. We're waiting for him to go to sleep. He, he tires us out, too. You know, I don't know, we're both like, I've just been doing a lot of studying on trying to figure out this internet machine and making it work for me, you know. Because it's just, everyone has a lot of advice. This is how you make it work. This is what you have to do. I think the one thing I hear all the time is consistency. Stay consistent. So if I post something, I need to post something and post and post. You have to make it into a job. It's a job. And when you already got a job and you're trying to make this into a job, and you know, and this not even a job, I don't want to be an internet person. That's not the job I want. <laughs> I want to be a cartoonist, comic book artist, conceptual artist, because I like to do art and animation and stuff like that. That's what I want to do. But can the internet be a vehicle for me to get there? And if I produce content on the way to getting there, might I end up being stuck getting paid just producing that content without ever reaching that plateau? Right. I mean, could I get money from producing content and then like sell my own books on the side? Would that work? I mean, that don't sound too bad, but however it works, it works for me. I don't know. I know I'm just going to keep doing these little podcasts, if you want to call them. Call it that. I could do one of these like once a week. I feel like I want to post on Sundays. That's a good day. Yeah, I'm a Sunday type of guy. Laid back, get a cup of coffee, some tea. After the game is late, ain't nothing really on TV, you know. Turn on Donnie Frank, you know. (laughs) Now he may guest hosting, sometimes Sebastian. 
going Google Gaga in the background, you know? That's how you got to do it. I'm thinking, like, who can I have as guests? Like, I can call people up. Like, be a guest on my podcast. Mark. I think Mark would love this. I know he would love this. And I'm thinking about doing it. And I try to get uh, my brothers on and talk about boxing and rapping. Get Devin on here. Get Winston. And all the guys from the Carbon Age crew, shout out to the Carbon Age crew, Carbon Age Comics. I'm trying to make it. You know, we ain't gonna stop. You know, P. Diddy. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's But, uh, I'm gonna sign off for now. This, is, this has been a good little, it's like a little test. I did a test before I worked, this is my second test. I'm not sure if I'm gonna post these, so if you don't hear this, you don't hear this. And if you do, shout out to you. Goodbye.